Welcome back. Welcome back to the Strictly Footy Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. We are here to do part two of the season previews. Hope you've enjoyed part one. Kind of pumped that out. Um, but yeah, trying to get as much high-quality content out to you guys as we can before the start of the season, which is only in a couple of days. Before we jump into this part two, Jared, how are we going, bro? I'm doing good. Um, banged out some good content in the last episode. Can you get into this one? We've got a few more exciting teams to come. Of course, bro. We do too. Now, again, just for the people that didn't catch the first episode, there are a little bit or oh, a little disclaimer. Um, we are doing ladder ranges, not exact predictions. And depending on when you see this, there may have been other things that have changed, but we're basically just basing our opinions of what we've seen in trials. And I think that's pretty much it. The Vegas teams we've done in the previous episode. So if you're a supporter of the Vegas teams or just looking to hear what we've got to say about the Vegas teams, just head over to part one. We did all those first, given that they're um, playing on Sunday before everyone else. Yep. All righty. Let's jump in to the first team, which is the Gold Coast Titans. I've got them finishing in about 8th to 14th. Eighth, I've got 8th to 13th. They're, they're, they're a tricky side. Far out. They, they really are. I've got 8th to... I could see them going all the way down to 15th. 15th, really? Yeah. So what makes you say 15th? I don't think they'll finish that low, personally. I think with Des Hasler there, with, you know, the experienced players they have there, with the star power that they have there, I can't see them finishing that low, but that's that's a very interesting call. I, I don't think they will. I think they'll be a little bit higher than that. I just... I'm just not, not sold on them compared to some of these other teams. I'll probably have them about 12th, something like that. Uh, so somewhere in the middle of that range. But yeah, overall, I'm just not sold on them. I think they'll start or could start quite slow, especially without Fafita, without Campbell for the first, you know, four rounds. I'm not, I, I don't know how keen he's going to go. I've got higher ups on him for the future, but as of right now, I don't know where he sits. Yeah, it's, just, it's just a few question marks, a few question marks yeah. for me. Yeah, I, and I think their halves are a little underwhelming compared to some of the other teams around them. Yeah, well, I think that was what we were chatting about the other day, wasn't it? Just like you said, if all goes right, you can see them in the four. And I was like, it's just the halves. It's just it's just the halves, just the well, spine. Yeah, I, I mean, for me, the range could be top four if everything goes absolutely to plan. But I think yeah. I've got to... I've got to reel it down a little bit. I can't just have a range of 11 to 12 <laughs> positions yeah. every time. So realistic, I'm, I'm going to go 10 to 15. So you don't, so I don't have them in the eight either. I just kind of quickly did my ladder before. I think I'm going to have them about 12. Yeah, uh, okay. yeah, I had them 12th. But I think we touched on the Titans last year as well. Just kind of saying like for the next couple of years, their ladder position isn't really going to reflect where they're at as a football team. Like, because I still give yep. them a, a chance in every single game that they go into. Like, I don't think they're going into any game like the Tigers or the Bulldogs or the Dragons as such, where it's like they're definitely going to get battered. Like, I think they're in with a at least a puncher's chance in every single game, just with the star power they got in that pack and some of the star power in the outside backs too. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, I don't know with the Titans. They're just... they. 
we seem to do this every year. I think they're about to, you know, take that take that big step up, and then they just don't. Yeah. I think last year's second halves were definitely their issue. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot of thing that came out like round 19, whereas if the game ended at half time, the time is yeah. third or something ridiculous yeah, like that. I remember that. Yeah. I think they've just, they've just got to keep it up over, over an 80 minute stint. And whether that means you give Fafita a bit of a, bit of a stint on the sideline so he can go, um, like, like David Fafita standards for the full 80, whether yeah. that's even the issue, I don't know. Whether it could be the outside backs that aren't getting through their work for eighty minutes, I, I'm really not sure where it is at the moment or why that's occurring. Yeah, no, I got what you're saying. I guess a lot. Ugh, it's pretty easy to to throw this onto any team, really. But with the Titans, it's just about consistency. Just show up and do the same thing every week, week in, week out. Show up with the same defense and the same attack week in, week out. It doesn't have to be the best defense in the comp. It doesn't have to be the best attack in the comp. But if you show up and you give 110% every single week, the Titans are going to be in the game. they got Origin level right. forwards. They've got Brimson, who's played Origin. They've got Young Guns all over the shop. Sami's played Origin. Foran's obviously one of the better halves in the comp. Like, Verrill's, I think, is an underrated 9-2. They have the team to go into battle with a lot of these top-tier teams. But unfortunately... You just don't know which times you're gonna get, especially the forward pack. They got mm. the pack to do it. Um, Firmall back this year. I think that's a big in. Yeah, for uh, sure. And their back line is, and it's stacked with attacking weapons. So yeah. realistically, they're they're ready to go. Yeah, I don't think this just, is necessarily... just that should should put you with some of the top teams. Yeah, if you're hitting exactly, your exactly. I don't think this is necessarily like their window even opening yet. I don't think they've even scratched the surface of what they can be. Like, they're only just putting Brimo into the centres now. Um, they're all still the young as well, Yeah, exactly. I think they do have a big decision to make, though, in terms of Weaver and Boyd. Because I don't see yeah. them being a combination. Mm-hmm. So, I, th- I think... I think Tanner, Tanner could have one more year. I don't know. That, that sounds harsh. Do... Do they sign someone when Foz goes? Or do oh, they I'm play look- Weaver and Tanner Boyd? I don't know if you can do that. Everyone will be kind of hitting their prime at that point. Mm. Yeah, I think you're right. I think they've got a massive call. I, I'll be honest, I like Tommy Weaver. Yeah, same. And Bad I know, kicking game on him as well. Yeah, I know you're big on Ben Hunt to the Roosters, but I honestly think he ultimately ends up with the Titans. Yeah, um, I, I wouldn't wouldn't mind that either. So, I guess, I guess that's where you're gonna make a decision regarding. Do you think Weaver can be a six next to Ben Hunt? I think he's better suited to be a six, to be honest. Or is that where Brimo goes into six? Or is that where Campbell goes into six? Like this is the type of decision. I, they're I think make. they're gonna move Brimo to six when Foreign goes. I think that'll be the plan. I don't know if I like it because I, I haven't liked Brimson in six in the past. He's got a lot of time to, you know, work on his game, work on his frontline defense now. I don't know. I, but I think that will be the plan. Yeah. I mean, bring one of these younger outside backs that they've got in, whether that's a Jojo Vita and Aaron Shop. Mm, or a Smith Shields now that he's there. Yeah, exactly. Probably got some more juniors. They, get, they, they, they pull from the same school all the time. They seem yeah. to be putting out good talent. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, 
I don't think I don't. It's, I, I just don't want them to move Jaden Campbell for Keeney. I can't have Campbell in the front line. I just don't think that works. Yeah. Well, that was what I was about to say. That's going to be the next big call. I think he's the, I think they view him as the six low key. Like, I don't know. It's up to Desi. I guess the different regime viewed him as more of a six. It's up to Des and how Campbell comes out this year. But you've got some he's big gonna calls have to make. To work on his defense. He's going to get bigger. Like, and that's what I we're... don't think he will. Mm. Naturally, he's just small, I think. Yeah. I think Keeney's going to go. You reckon? Yeah. I think eventually Keeney's going to have to move on. I... And that sucks because he's a very talented player, but I just yeah. think you can't move Campbell. Yeah. Well, I think like the issue is that Campbell in attack can be a six. Like, I think he's got the kind of game that fits being a six. Like, he's happy to run yep. all over the shop, switch sides, can play out of, can play left, can play right. Um, and we saw he played a pretty good game against the Tigers last year at six, um, whether you want to buy into that or not. I think that's the issue, though, is that defense. And we spoke about this regarding, like, Sam Walker, Luke Keary and that. If you if you can constantly constantly be targeting defense like that for a team that's already not that good defensively, that's just immediately such a big issue. And yep. it's just something you've got to on that to. left edge as well, not great defensively. I mean, if they can put yeah. a very solid defensive center in second row, then maybe Which I think, it's okay. But I think Fafita's there mm, for the long term on that left. Yeah. Which so, I think I think Kelly has his moments where he's very solid defensively, but he is known to have a poor read in him. And we know yep. we know Loffy is he's all he's all in he's all about a gamble in defense. So <laughs> um yeah, it's it's gonna be a weird one to kind of have a look at, to be honest. A very weird one. And then the question comes like I always don't understand why some teams don't kind of line up differently in defense to how they do attack. Like if you're yeah. one position away, why why you don't just switch them sometimes if it works better for the team? Yeah. Um. For example, I was I was working out my predicted New South Wales team and then doing the minutes rotation. And yep. sometimes I had this player; they're going to attack at second row, but they're going to defend for the middle for this period. So Cam, they're just going to switch with that middle man. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I think you can do that, but like if Keeney comes into fullback, it's not like he's the biggest body either, and it's not like he's the greatest defender. And you can yeah. just switch them, have him at six. So. 100. Yeah, I, I think I think eventually, unless Keanu Keeney's moving positions yeah. to like center or something, then yeah, I, I just Which don't I, see how they fit all in. Like I cannot that. see that. All right, we've spoken a lot about well, the Keeney's future. So, future. Keeney's like Campbell in a way. Yeah, yeah. like he's the, similar mold, similar yeah. attacking style. Like he has to be a fullback. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's just let's just quickly talk about this year. We've spoken a lot about the future. We've even gone to Ben Hunt areas, which you know we're, we're dribbling on a little bit. Um, this year, I do think they'll improve a lot under Hasler. Um, I think he's probably got a clearer vision for this team. I'm not saying Holbrook's a bad coach by any standard, but he was a lot. He was very attacking minded. Um, whereas Des kind of balances it out a little bit. He had Manly playing great footy in twenty twenty one. Um, which I think a lot of people are carrying into this season, which is why their expectations are so high for the Titans. The Titans don't have a Tommy Turbo, unfortunately. Um, They're going to make one. We had a Jaden Campbell. <laughs> okay. Um, no, no, no. I'm, 
I think Jaden Campbell is going to put himself right up there this year. Not yeah. with maybe not with the Reese Walshers and that yet, but like your nickel clock stats and that, I think you'd be about the similar range. Yeah, okay, that's a big call. There's Hasler works wonders with fullbacks. Yeah, he's just okay. got such a good track record with them. So your Can't range was it. your range was ten to fifteen. Mine was mm-hmm. eight to th- eight to twelve. I go eight to twelve. I think twelve mm-hmm. where I've got them is the worst I'll finish. Like they on paper are a very very good team. Yep. Uh. We'll talk a bit about their front row. I think Liu is going to get the starting role over Palisea. I wasn't too impressed <sighs> with Palisea in trials. I know, I but it's a trial. I think he can play big minutes, like maybe yeah. 45, 50 minutes off the bench even. But I think mm-hmm. Liu is going to start. Because I think Tino's lock. You think Tino will be at lock? Yeah. Well, if Tino's at lock, I'd almost start Palisea. But yeah, I see where you're coming from. If I'm not starting Palisea for me, I'm starting Aaron Clark. Okay. Because I think he gives oh, a, a nice little aspect. Or, or can I go heap smoky? Yep. I would start Chris Randall. But they won't because um, they they don't want to play Verils for 80. I think Tino's going to be 100% locked in to that number 13 jersey. Which I can't stand. I, I don't know if that's great, but as soon well, as Hazel was named coach, I called it. I really I like, don't like that. I really don't like that. He could turn into like a Jake Trebojevic. Like, exactly. The same, but like just that ball playing link, man. I don't like that. I, I don't like it too much. Um, But I think that's what's going to happen. You'll also be happy to hear that I do currently have Aaron Clark ahead of Isaac Fasua Malawi. Thank you, the, bro. I appreciate order. I I appreciate that a lot. I appreciate that a lot. Uh, yep. I'm really, I, yeah. Okay, we can move on from that because once again, once again, Jay Parks with the hot takes, bro. Like I don't know what this guy was really on with that. They some hit, some don't. Yeah, I cop it. I cop it when they don't. All right. Anything else for the Titans, mate? Uh nah. That's all from me. Alrighty. Who is our next? team we're moving on to the melbourne storm oh this is an interesting one their stocks went up for me yeah after trials yeah even in that bulldogs game even in that bulldogs game like i know they lost but they were still hanging in there and they were playing horrendous football i like them a lot and they have nobody yeah exactly except pappenhausen and jonah like, Melbourne oh, looked incredible. They didn't have Munster. Pavenhausen's nowhere near his best yet. Yeah. And I believe Nick Meany did nothing in the centres. And <laughs> I didn't see that happening in the, in the regular season. I think Meany is going to be very, very good at centre. Yeah, so do I. I think he's in a real good position now. Takes a lot Even of the pressure off him Warbrick, too. I think had yep. shockers. Like, yep. <laughs> they're coming. Yeah. Um... I'm still a big survey guy, man. But the the guy who kind of came out of nowhere for me was well, not out of nowhere, but young Tonopapaya. He had some very nice touches in that trial yep. against Newcastle, and yep. he's been there and he's done. He's playing that. on the wing though, wasn't he? Uh potentially. But uh, still, we'll, we'll have to go back and look at it. He was on that edge. He's on that left edge. Yep. I yep. I'm a I'm a big fan of him. He's been there, like I said, he's been there, he's done it. 
Um, he's been at Melbourne for a while. Like I know he left for a bit and came back, but he knows Melbourne. Um, I'd obviously be giving him a crack. I just haven't seen enough from Remus Smith, and I know it might be a little bit unfair. He's coming back from an injury still. I just haven't. I haven't seen enough from him over the last year and a half. Yep. To lock to lock him in there, to be honest. Yeah. Okay. Fair call. Um, I think where they really stood out was their pack. I think Karma yeah. Kameka was Great. quite good, yeah. especially as a starter. I think yeah. I'd still have well. Oh, I, th- I even thought Welsh's impact off the bench was quite good. He came on at a few offloads in there. Mm-hmm. Um, Josh King doesn't look like a big meter eater, but yeah. he's just that kind of placeholder. Prop. Seems like a bit of a gerbo. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, Harry Grant at nine obviously was very good. I liked Loyero at lock. Yep, so did I. I really liked it. Um, who Eli Katoa, I think, looked pretty good. Kane Bradley's the interesting one. I can't... Mm-hmm. He must have had the preseason of all preseasons. Yeah. He came he out must nowhere. Have. You got Haworth. I thought Haworth, Chin, and Bloor were all going to be ahead of him. Well, I think everyone just assumed as soon as Bloor signed for Melbourne that he was yeah. in. Yeah, and Garlic off the bench I would have had ahead of him. Yeah. So, oh, I don't know how they're going to line up. It sounds like Kane Bradley's got the starting role. Uh-huh. Which leaves their bench. That's for round one, at least. Um, we were talking about how we'd do a 4-4 bench from that. Mm. Kane Bradley well, can cover the centers and second row. Again, the wing, sorry. Yeah. He can cover both the center wing or second row. Yeah. Like, I think that's... And like we were saying, if you have an injury in the halves, you can slot Meany in there, bring Bradley into the outside backs. Yep. Or Jack Howarth, obviously, okay. he can play in the centres too. Yep. I think I think their bench is... You know, I think Wishart will be there with Nelson, yep. Welch, and... I mean, it, it's going to be one of Chan or Bloor, I think. Yeah. But if I was the coach, and I'm not Bellamy, but if I was Bellamy, I would drop Wishart and have both Chan and Bloor there with Nelson and Welch. Yeah, I liked that. I liked that. Or or Haworth. Haworth is a smoky. But I don't think he gets it. We talk we talk about him every year. Yeah. Um I thought he looked good in the two trials though. Like I wouldn't I think Bellamy's down to give anyone a real shot. I mean, obviously the rumors around what he's being paid as well. I think probably you take that into consideration. Um yeah, the, the bench and the, the forwards are just very confusing to me. This is such a top-tier team. These are very low second-row stocks. I know I would really like Katara, and I think Bloor's got a lot of potential, but I thought Bloor played his best footy last year through the middle. So maybe they're thinking of but But when he came on, he played left edge, which is what's confusing me. And the Storm are not short of middles. Like, I know they were last year, short of forwards, but like Nelson, Welch, Kamakamika, King, like that's four very solid front rowers. There's an injury there. They've got my boy Tepon Maroa. Or Joe Chan like, could come in and play a bit of middle too. Bloor can play a bit of middle, yeah. I as thought, well. yeah, I, I really like Bloor through yeah. the middle. Yeah. Um, yeah, that is that is kind of a big question. I think their back line's kind of picked itself. I think Remus Smith will be there around one. Obviously, the halves and the nine pick themselves. The four forwards will be in there. It's just whether who starts and who plays off the bench. Yep. 
Sufa Longo. Yeah, I was about to bring him up. Yeah. He um it seems like he's had a bit of a shoulder niggle during the okay. the preseason is is what I is what I've seen a little bit. Um yeah. I like McDonald as well. Sorry, I just forgot him. I was oh, yeah. just looking at his name. Yeah, he's a good he's a good little player to have too. But yeah, Longo, <laughs> anyway, where yeah, does he fit? Where does he fit? I was just about to say, let's have another Titans chat. Pavanels yeah. and Falongo, both I'd argue only fullbacks. Mm-hmm. Well, I think someone's going to pick Falongo up long term, man. I don't think so. I think I think they'll mold him into Pappy. a center. Oh, I don't know about that. I think he's going to be a center. I don't. Would he accept that? Yeah, the guy's, well, bro, you... the guy's so good. Like he has best best fullback in the NRL potential. Really? What? He's just taken to the NRL as like a nineteen-year-old fullback or whatever he is. He's just taken it by storm. Is he not? Like every game he's played, he's been a standout, including at international level. Yeah. I just oh yeah. Anyway. He is like, I don't I wouldn't 21. get rid of Pat Manson for him. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, it's okay, twenty one. Twenty one this year. He's twenty right now, I believe. And I think they've got the same they've got the same issue with Jonah Pezzett. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think both of them will end up leaving. I think Pezzett's more likely to leave than Falongo. I think Falongo ends up a center. Because if you think about it, where is it? Uh, where is he going to end up? I really don't like it. But I mean, it, it, I could see it happening. Realistically, I could see it happening. I just don't like them. Yeah, okay. Uh, it's it's a very interesting one. I don't like him in the 14 role, so I'm glad they're not going to pick him there. I'd rather him spend the year in cup and just tear it up. Well, than... yeah, when they brought him on, they brought Pappenhaus in, into, like, the middle to defend. It's Cooked. <laughs> so cooked. Payne Haas saw that and ran at him all night. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do there. I don't think he gets much first grade this year. Neither. Unfortunately. I do think he stays at Melbourne, though. I don't see him going anywhere, to be honest. Okay. Fair call. I, so, if I'm another club, I'm really oh, for sure. that. The really Dragons. The that. Dragons. The Dragons. Please. Make please knock on the Peasant door. and Falongo. Please knock on Thank the door. You. Doggies, knock on the door. Raiders, knock on the door. I don't know. You can probably throw some other clubs into the mix of that too. Even the Dolphins, bro, I'd be knocking on the peasant door. 100%. Their spine last year. Now, I know Pappy wasn't there, um, but he's included in this conversation. Can they have a bounce back year? I know Harry Grant was hooker of the year, which was a little bit surprising. I wouldn't have had him as hooker of the year, I don't think. I would have probably given it to Wade Egan. Um, Jerome Hughes, I thought was a bit up and down last year. Cam Munster probably. I thought had... he started slow and then came real good. Came good Hughes at the end. At the yeah. end, yeah. Um, Cam Munster was a pretty subpar. Like I know Cam Munster superstar level standards. Like he was probably still a top three six in the comp, but there's just a few games where it was like, is Cam Munster even out there? Like, what is he doing? Yeah, especially that Brisbane finals game was pretty disappointing to me. 
Um, yep. And obviously, Pat, made a few poor defensive reads too in that yeah. one. Yeah. And obviously, Papineau wasn't there. Um, but Maney did do a pretty good job back there. Yeah, but how like he's a makeshift fullback, isn't he? Yeah. So him being so good, I think, is a big big credit to him and Bellamy. But you can't heap all that pressure when you've got all these superstars in the spine. <sighs> that being said, it is hard. It is hard to win games when your pack is getting dominated quite a bit. So maybe with a f- couple more reinforcements now and a couple more years under the belts of like Kamikamika, Katoa, um, Liero, maybe they are in a better position this year. Welch is now second year back from injury. I don't know. Uh, their halves really need to step up for me this year. I know Hughes did come good at the end of last year, but their halves need to have a big bounce back. Yeah, fair call. Where, uh, what, range. Yeah, I was just about to say, where have you got them sitting? One to five. One to five. Yep. Funny that. Uh, hey? Funny that. Do you have them one to five? I've got them one to five. Yeah, okay. I would definitely say I'm winning the minor premiership. Could definitely yeah. say it. Just because they play, they have a tough draw early, which I actually like for them. Because early on, Melbourne are very, very difficult to beat. And like, they're regular, they're always very, very good. I know they're good in the um, semifinals as well, but like, they can dominate yeah. normal seasons too. I think it was, was it 2022 that they just blitzed everybody? Like that, oh no, nah, maybe it was yes. 2021. Maybe yeah, no, it was. It was the Nico year. It was the Nico year, which was 22. Yeah. Nah, 21 here. Is it? Nico won Dallium 22. Sharks. Wow. Oh, my days. We're in 2024. Yeah, I know. It feels bro. like so recent. They won like 17 <laughs> oh, straight days. or something. Yeah. They'll send point scoring records. We were down 48 nil at half time. Yeah, I remember 815 points for in 24 games. Oh, my days. Let me do the math. Was that like 30? Oh, yeah. I'm going back a bit. 36 points a game? Did you calculate that or are you guessing? I'm guessing. What was your guess? 36 points per game. 34. <sighs> my days, man. Yeah, they they almost nuts. finished with a differential of plus 500. Yeah. Has anyone ever done that? 34 points per game is crazy. Nah, they, they also finished with a differential of plus 500. Or 499 to be exact. To put that into <laughs> perspective, Penrith that year were 390. So mm. over 100 points behind. Penrith in 2022 were 286. So yeah. Melbourne almost doubled that. Yeah. 2023, Penrith were 315. Jeez. <laughs> so, like, almost 200 back. Uh, okay, yeah, the, the, we're up to 2024 now. <laughs> like, their oh regular season is so dominant. I can't believe they didn't win the comp. They didn't even make... They didn't even make the grand final. Bro, but to be yeah, they didn't. Yeah, they did. They, they did. did. Oh no, they didn't. They didn't. To the south. 
the South, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Because 2020 was when they made the grand final. That was the Papenhausen try against Penrith. 2021 was a bungle. 2021 was Turbo getting locked up in finals. Far out, that was some of the hardest claims I've ever seen. Turbo got clamped. Turbo got clamped. In 2020, the Penrith Panthers lost one game and finished with a differential of 300. Still one game. One game. Lost one, drew one. I remember that. Who'd they draw to? It was some random side. Oh, let me do this off the top of my head. I feel like it was Newcastle. Yeah, you reckon? I'll go back and look. Check. I think Newcastle is just such a random thing because they drew to you. But why do I feel like they drew to Newcastle? I feel like they just kept missing field goals. I remember this game. (laughs) It was Newcastle. (laughs) Was it? Yeah, yeah, bro. Look at that round three, fourteen all. Yeah, I swear, everyone just kept missing field goals, bro. Who who was there? Who was there lost to? Quick guess. Um, Melbourne. Hang on, I haven't found it yet. Where's their loss? Am I tripping? I just scroll past it or something. They must have lost. It would have been round five. Yeah. Against was para. Oh my days! No way they lost the. <laughs> no way they lost the para, bro. That was gonna be my guess, just as a joke. Bro, para actually threw own them, except for the grand final when they got belted. Yep, exactly. All right, oh, back bro. to Melbourne. Back to yeah. Melbourne. We'll talk about the Panthers later, I'm sure. Um. Oh, where were we? I think we were just saying, like, their spine has to step up and score some, just, just be better this year. Yep. They just got to get rolling. They got they got the squad to do it this year, I think. Uh, yeah, People I'm liking they've... the look of their pack, which I thought mm. was their weakness last year. So Yeah, I think that's kind of where we were at. Just saying they got a bit more depth then, yeah. I like all it. All right, you got anything else on Melbourne? Nah, bro, I think that's all good. We will... Take a quick break and then we'll move on to the Knights. All right, bro, let's do it. Let's get into the Knights. Have a little bit of a break, put myself up, hydrated and that. The Knights, very interesting team going into 2024, given their, some would call it a Lynn Sanity run last year. Yeah, I don't mind the comparison. Uh, we expressed what we felt about them in the trials. Nothing's changed. In the last, what, when did we record that? Oh, three days, two days yeah, ago. Three days, yeah. Yeah, nothing's changed in my head since then. I haven't sat down, rewatched it, thought about it again. It's just, it is what it is. It's changed my opinion on some things. And obviously, we did get news earlier that potentially, Which... <laughs> potentially. Will yeah. Price could line up at center with Gagai on the wing. Yeah. The Which facts is... are the, the facts <laughs> are this. Will Price was for at least one play photographed at center with Dane Gagai on the wing. <laughs> yes, it doesn't mean that it's happening. Not, he's locked into a position. <laughs> that does not mean that it will happen. That does not mean Gagai's being moved to the wing. It does not mean Will Price is a center. 
it means that for that at least that one play, yeah, that is what happened. Yeah, no cap. I was getting baked on Twitter, bro. Could it happen? I think there's a chance. Yeah. Completely honest. Completely honest. I think there's a decent size chance that we see that. Whether it's round one or not, I don't think so. But I think there's a decent chance we see that at some point. Yeah. No, I'm with you. Will Price, we we have spoken about for quite a long time during the offseason, just saying he can pretty much play anywhere. Uh, he's just so talented and he's not going to get the fullback jersey ahead of Ponga at any point I think think for halves um, the centres might be the place for him I wouldn't be surprised yeah centre or wing I think they could squeeze him in now too talented to be sitting in reserve grade they obviously had an amazing run last year right I want to get into the Rangers first because I think they're another one of these teams like Manly and the Titans who can kind of fly up around anywhere in the in the ladder? Where have you got them? Seventh to twelfth. I got seventh to eleventh. We're close. We're close. So we're very close there. So I think we basically feel about the same way. If Ponga comes out and smashes it like he did at the end of last year, then they can get up to seventh. Um, but obviously, if things kind of take a bit of a Take a bit of a U-turn. They may end up down in the bottom half. My gut feeling is that they're not going to be able to back it up. Yeah. I don't, I don't just, think they'll fall sucks. down to they were before that run. I don't think they'll be as bad as what it maybe sounds like I'm saying, but I just I can't see them being as good as they were last year. I think they'll take a little bit of a dip, similar to what the Cowboys yeah. did. Like yeah, They're not going to go sense. back to being a wooden spoon team. But yeah, they're probably going to go back to you know, maybe in the fight for the eight, but probably just miss out. Which sucks. Which sucks. And Newcastle was pumping when they were winning, and I really like watching the Knights play. But what we saw from from them against Melbourne was far from convincing. Yeah, I agree. Um, the main battle I think a lot of people have been talking about is. Well, there's two actually, but the one I'm more interested in is Dylan Lucas and Kai Pierce Paul. I think Dylan Lucas will probably start at the start of the year, given that he's, you know, played for the Knights. Yeah. Um but Pierce Paul long term is a very interesting player. Yeah. I I think I think Pierce Paul's again probably gonna get the year. Come round one, one but at some point okay. during the season. No, nah, at some point during the season. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, They're both very good in attack. I just think Pierce Paul is just a little bit more of a back rower, like just naturally. Yeah. Um, I like Lucas off the bench as a little bit of a utility option too, like you've spoken about. You, But you've spoken about also you wouldn't really like a Dylan Lucas on the bench with the 14. Is that what you said? Nah, not the 14. They've got too many other options. I wouldn't so mind what, it. Like, at him as a 14 doesn't sound bad. No, 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 no. That's just what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. I swear you mentioned something to me about you didn't like Dylan Lucas on the bench given they have a utility option or something. Yeah, if they've got a utility option there, I think putting Dylan Lucas as well just makes the bench a little bit small. Yeah, that's what I remember you saying. Um, Which, look, I don't think you're off by too much, but... He's a quality player. Like, I would be starting him, though. To me, to me, he's good enough to start. 
the I, whole year. I honestly think maybe you give Frizzell a bit of a spell too in the game. Maybe mm. he just doesn't play 80. Yeah, he's getting up there in age now, isn't he? Yep. So, yeah, I don't hate that either. But the, the only issue Frizzell is then if no second role is playing 80 minutes, then you're moving one you're moving of the too many pieces around, around quite a bit. Yeah. Yeah, you're moving too many pieces around. Yep. I think that's the only issue I have with that. Mm. Um. Yeah, okay. It's just it's a very interesting team because they have a lot of moving parts. Like Dom Young leaving, um, Gamble and Hastings, obviously, you know, with Colga coming in, Phoenix Crossland now being molded into a nine. Where does that leave Braley? The back rowers, obviously, we've spoken about. You know, Leo Thompson's emergence throws a bit of a spanner into the works in the front row. There's a lot of options that the Knights can run with. I don't think we really have any kind of gauge as to what they're going to run out with in round one. Yeah, neither. <laughs> There's a lot of positions up for grabs still, mm. I think. Well, maybe yeah. not. I'm sure Adam O'Brien, a few few days out of like having to name his team, I'm sure he knows what he's going to do. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's just it's a toss-up for me. I don't yeah, know which Saifidi is going to start. No idea. I'd say Jacob. Uh, can I ask you a question? Sure. You can ask me a question. Do you really see, like, a difference? But, like, not looks-wise, but how they play, the impact they have. Do you struggle to tell which one's Daniel and which one's Jacob? No. I can't, uh, yeah. I can't sit here and say, okay, Daniel Saifidi definitely has a bigger impact. Yeah, neither. I think they're literally, they're like, almost I think the same player. Carbon copy, yeah. Like, in terms of errors, penalties, missed tackles, hit-ups. In, like, <laughs> like, 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 yeah, it's just everything. I think Jacob yeah, maybe yeah. runs a bit of, bit of a better line. That's all, yeah, that's all I can really say. Possibly, yeah. Fair I did call. Find, I did find the it pretty other... funny when they swapped each other. Yeah, I want to talk about this because I've switched up. I've switched up. Oh. Uh, mate, I don't feel good about it, but uh, the Gurina convinced me. Yeah. Guru and Bloke convinced me. I think I'd run out with Cogger and Hastings. No, I can't. I can't do it, what bro. Do, what do you think Gamble, like, like I'm not saying Gamble doesn't add anything to this team, but I just want want to ask you what do you think Gamble adds to the Knights? He was Coggle. part of that run last year. Yeah. Okay. That's that's why you got to stick with him. Like, what type of person does it make you look like if he helps you get to that spot? And then you go, mm, actually, no. Like, but was he, he a any... big piece in it? Yeah, I think he was. Guys? I think he was. Oh, but I really don't know. <laughs> like which way I'd go. The thing that got me convinced is my main argument was then it's kind of just two game managers, too much mm. of the same thing. And then they just said like bloke and guru were like, yeah, that's true, but maybe that's just what they need and have Ponga come around the back, let Ponga do his thing on either side. The only issue I have with ball. that is sure. That can be successful in the regular season. Come finals, you've got absolutely no, not no, but you got two halves that just rely on giving Ponga the ball. 
I don't okay, think that's well, way to win. What? What would do you want to know my? Do you want to know my take that, personally? Though. What would Gamble add to that though? Like, is he oh, just yeah. going to give it up to Pong? Or is he, or is he going to go for a run himself? He has a little bit more flair. He can be a okay. running half. Okay, I just it's getting harder and harder the more I see Cogger play to leave him out of a side. Personally, like every time he's played, I I thought he's been either phenomenal or like just good. I don't think he's had mm. an average to poor game. Personally, I would be running out with Will Price. But I don't even me. mind that call. I don't even mind that call. That's the if, thing. It's just if I had to drop Hoggart and Gamble out. Yeah, if I had to drop Gamble, I would be going with Price. What's forced my hand a little bit here is I still want Braley coming off the bench when he's back. I've... Or starting with Crossland at 14. And thing no, is, so therefore I don't see Cogger as the 14 long term. And I don't see a reason for a half to only a half to be a 14. Mm. So I understand that, what you That's what's from. kind of forced my hand with it. Price, I wouldn't even mind. Like mm. if they run out with Will Price at six, I'm not complaining at all. Mm-hmm. Would actually suit their team better if they want to go like that way of having a game manager seven and more of a running attacking style six. Yeah, yeah. I I believe that Price will end up being either a center or a winger. Mate, if I have Long to drop gamble, I will be putting Price in. I I don't even hate it though. I can't. Okay, I can't okay, okay, okay. I think it'll work. I just want to. I want to kind of rebuttal on your Cogger argument, right? We give mm-hmm. the ball up to Ponga. Manly had that same type of play style in 2021. It didn't win them anything come finals time. Okay. And That's look, a fair they, call. Yeah, they did have DCE, but DCE kind of sat back and let Turbo do his thing, right? So in the last couple of years, we've seen him step up and kind of carry a bit more of a load. Yep. In attack. Um, I just don't think it, it's not a recipe for success. Like, Penrith could easily just rely on Cleary to do everything, but they can't because teams will scout that. Yeah, okay. Teams will figure that out. Yeah, no. Uh, I do see it. I see your point, too. Far out. You convinced me on Will. I'm starting to think that Tyson Gamble would be my third option. Bro, that's what I'm, this is what I'm saying. Outside, Gamble's out, my... If you take the runaway, let's just take that runaway. Yeah, yes. your third option. I is can't Gamble, take the Gamble's run away there. Gamble's okay, case no, 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 is but, the but run. Let's just let's just say, just for just argument's sake, if if it's not there, Gamble's your third option, or your second in front of Cogger. He's my first. He's still your first. Yeah. Without that run, he's just proven it. He he just okay. like, even if they lost every game last year and he still had that form. Like, okay, yeah, he's just playing. If you said no, my next me. point was going to be all right, what if they start with him and they don't start the season as strong as they would like? Yeah, well, then he's easy to drop, isn't he? Yeah, okay. I just think, well, just to be 100% clear, I think they will start with a gamble. So do I, yeah. Uh, my preference this is what we always kind of try to differentiate from when we do a predicted 17. We're predicting what they're going to run out with. We're not saying what we would do. I yeah, would like based to off mail what the coaches said, things yeah, like that. I would love to go all guns blazing and just go Will Price, 
give us eighty of your best. I think you've convinced me. I think if I'm making my best seven A, Will Price is probably the six. Yeah, I love him. I reckon I think he's the future at six. To be honest, um, I don't I'd almost just put him at six in cup, get him a hundred percent used to it. Yeah, Cogger at seven in cup. See, see who mm. comes out on top. Cogger fourteen to start the year. Oh, okay, Brayley Cup. Okay, cool. Yeah. Don't mind that. Yeah, I don't know, bro. Brayley's a tricky one. Brayley's a tricky one. I feel like he could be offloaded, to be honest. Yeah, me too. But yeah, as I we think, said... I think I think that's a chance. Yeah. Just to um sum everything up, the, Knight, the Knights need to back up what they did last year. There's a lot of teams that have done that. We saw Manly's run. We saw the Cowboys run. They haven't been able to back it up in the last couple of years. Um, the same challenges on the Warriors this year. They've got to be able to come up and be that breakout team to back it up. I think the Warriors have a better chance of doing that. And obviously we'll get to them later in the episode. But yeah, the Knights, are they're, they're, they've got a, a very hot. To me, they've got a very large range, a high ceiling and a low floor. Yep. All right. Is that all you got for the New Knights, mate? That's all I got. Uh, no problem. I'm real keen to get into our next team. Yeah, so am I. Um, can we just take a five-second break and then we'll head into the Cowboys? No dramas, mate. All right. Cowboys. I mean, you want to talk about swing sides? <laughs> I know we're using that term a lot. This is a team that could finish anywhere, and I wouldn't be surprised. I got them four to ten. I'm going to put it out there right now. I got them five to ten. Four to ten. So I'm very, very excited about this team. Mm. Very excited. Yeah. Um, I'm a massive Hewlett Lukey fan. I love that he's going to be starting. Yeah. Um, I think he's got Nanai potential. I think him and Nanai okay. are quite similar. Yeah. Um. Defensively, he's got a little bit of a way to a way to go, but that's all right. I have a feeling they could both play eighty minutes. Yeah. Uh, Finafuiaki comes onto the bench, maybe not, but I think Finafuiaki could do a very good job through the middle with that yeah, leg he's speed. Yeah, he's a gun. He's a gun. I think. I think if anything, he could be better in the middle. Yeah, off the so, bench. So with Hess being out this year. Their front row rotation goes to Tamalolo and McLean, and then who? Uh, Griffin Name mm-hmm. will come off the bench. Uh, one of Finafuyaki or McIntyre, which I hope it's Finafuyaki, and probably Thomas McKayley. Yeah, I really like the look at McKayley in the trial. Yeah, me too. I think he's got tons of potential. Yeah, and the Tigers... Obviously, we had him as well. Um, yeah, I think he's got a big future ahead of him. A huge future like, ahead of him. We we all know how these guys can play. They just gotta they just gotta put it together. And I, I can see them bouncing back in a big way this year. I love Malolo as a starting prop. A lot of people think he's lost it. I think last year, especially when he started coming off the bench, I thought he was very good uh, through the middle. Um, you were the first one to pick that out. I ended up agreeing with you. Um, what did I pick out? Talked about 
you said Tamalolo through the middle was going to be very, very good. Oh, yeah. I'm a genius. You are, anyway, basically. Continue. Cotter yeah. at 13. I like that they got more of a ball-playing 13 in there now. They've got some backline depth if, if there's any injuries. Um, yeah. Labert looks the goods. Um, we'll see how Val Holmes comes out. Murray Talongi is only getting better. And, yeah, the other wing spots just between Valme and Felt, who I think can both hold the fort pretty well. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I'm predicting they will make the eight. but oh. I think they will. Oh, no, I'll tell you what, I've got them in ninth. If I'm narrowing it down at seven to nine, because I'm still sorting out that seventh to ninth and which order I want them in. Yeah. That's that's where I'm looking to for my ladder now, but I could see them putting well, on a run. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you how I was looking at it, all right? Yeah. Um, I was looking at the, the strength of schedule is what I was talking yeah, okay. about before. The Sharks have the easiest draw. Yeah, now, as high as we aren't on them, an easy draw is an easy draw. And it's hard to... It's just... It's hard to rule the Sharks out of the finals if they have such an easy but, draw. Okay. Is this... You've identified that it's the easiest draw or is this they're playing this many teams outside the top eight? Well, the strength of schedule that Fox League posted... Set, had the sharks with the easiest okay. draw. I think it, I think it can be a little bit misleading because I think it's based on how many teams they play outside the top eight, how many teams yeah. they play inside. Yeah, we're predicting like Cowboys to come up, Para to come up, Roosters to come up, Souths to come up, Manly potentially. Like they're not going to be the easy games that I think would go into that. Yeah, like, okay. ranking ranking system. I have, I still have the sharks outside the eight. So it could change, you, it could change, yep. but at the moment I don't have them in my eight. The um, the Cowboys have the fourth easiest draw. It says, which is what I wanted to refer to. Okay. They don't leave Queensland for like the first five or six rounds. A lot I of Queensland teams like that. Oh yeah, Dolphins leave it like once in. The oh, first maybe it's four. the Dolphins. Maybe it's Ridiculous. the Dolphins. But I'll yeah, double check okay. the Cowboys. Um. So the Cowboys round one, Suncorp, then round two at home. Oh, no, don't worry. It's not the Cowboys. They only leave Queensland once in the first five rounds, which is to play the Dragons. Yep. They go Queensland Dolphins Queensland to, favoritism. to Knights, to Dragons and Broncos, then Titans. So still still nice and favorable for them in the first couple of rounds. Yep. Scotty Drinkwater, I think we've got to touch on him a little bit after what we saw on the weekend. Um how good do you reckon he can be this year? Do you reckon he can be in contention for Dalian? Yes, but only because the, I don't think he'll be one of the best players of the year, but like just because in those same easier thing. runs. Mm. And if he does go on a run of like six or seven games, like yeah. he's going to rack up points. Yeah. But I, I don't think he can be that top fullback. I think at the moment, Scott Drinkwater, against some of the bigger teams, he struggles a little bit. Yeah, but like especially through the middle of the season when teams are battered and things from Origin, or when he comes up against like you know a team that's not really in contention for the eight and things like mm-hmm. that, he will demolish them. Do you want to hear? You want to hear my little hot take? Well, all right, go on. <laughs> Michael McGuire. You say drink water down Michael McGuire. 
has uh, determined he'll be picking the New South Wales squad off form. I think Scrub Drinkwater is the one. Oh, that's okay. my that's my take. Okay. I think Scott Drinkwater will be the fullback. Now, whether I'm going to disagree not, with you, oh, I don't disagree. blame you. I don't blame you, but I think Drinkwater, the way he plays, his selflessness, the way he plays. I think if you're looking at looking at a fullback for New South Wales to combat the way Reese Walsh plays, I think that's him. He returns the ball extremely hard. People seem to think he doesn't. He does. Um, he's just a very smart footballer, and he can help manage the game from the fullback spot. Um, defensively, that's probably the little bit of the struggle that we see, but I think you can kind of hide that in origin. Um, as long as your front line's solid, I think, you know, your fullback's basically playing one-on-one defense. I think he can make a one-on-one tackle. Yeah. He's my origin. I think I got Teddy right and Turbo ahead of him in the picking order. I don't think they'll prediction. pick Turbo at fullback. I think they're going to pick him at center if they pick him. I think the only reason now that they could go Trebojevic to fullback is because Crichton's been so good. Yeah, that makes sense too. I but hate that. It, this is just predictions and like they're going to change over the season. With that being said, if Scotty Drinkwater's in the race come round 12, just before Origin selection, he has the Tigers at Townsville. Awesome. Good luck, mate. Well, that'll lock him in there. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Just thought I'd um, check that one. Yeah, awesome. I think he'll be there. I think he'll get. I think he'll get a shot at one. May not be game one, but I think he'll get a shot, and I think he'll kill it. Okay. Um, their pack, I love. They've a very good pack. Uh, it's just more about the front rowers. They're a little bit concerning for me. The two starters in McLean and Tamalolo are both aging. Um, so their workload's gonna have to be lessened. I do like Griffin Neem, though. I think he's in for a big year. And McKaylee, I think, just brings him a little bit of a Spencer Lenu type of role. Now, I know he's not Spencer Lenu level, but he can kind of play that 25-minute role where he comes on and just bashes people through the middle. Just that real yep. impact kind of guy rather than sustaining a long workload. The 14, I think, is an interesting spot. A lot of Cowboys fans aren't huge on Jake Granville going in there to start the year. I don't mind it. Um, I don't see an obvious choice. A lot of them want Clifford. I can't see it happening. Yeah. What's he gonna do? Come on, play a bit of nine. I don't think he'll do that better than Granville. I'm gonna I'm gonna say I think Reese Walt Robinson still plays eighty regardless of Granville. Chester's there as well. Yeah. I think Reese Robinson's like... gonna play eighty regardless. I think he's gonna play some lock minutes. Okay. Because we did see that to the back end of last year, they started to run that a little bit. Um and I think that gives them the opportunity to push Cotter into the front row, which Cotter's played 80 minutes at prop before, I believe. He's definitely played 80 at lock. Yeah. Um, and even if they don't, if you, even if they want to stagger those minutes, they can put Robson back to 13, give Cotter a stint. And when Cotter's good, Granville comes off, uh, Robson shifts back into nine, Cotter goes back into the 13. So I think that's kind of the real plus for the Cowboys. They've got a lot of versatile forwards. Um, I think this is a big year for Nene. He's got to really have a big year. Kind of last year was suspensions and injuries and stuff. It's only 20, he's, isn't he? Maybe 21? Yeah, yeah, I think he's 20. Yeah, he's, he's he'll come along all right. I think he's going to have a big year. 
him and Lukey, if they can stay fit and healthy, I think that's probably the big key for the Cowboys. Because I think we see oh, drink yeah. water when when drink water's got healthy back rowers, that's when he's kind of thriving. Yep. Um, Dearden. Dearden, do you see him overtaking as the dominant half this year? Not as a game manager, but like the ball will be in his hands more, hundred percent. Yep. Yeah. Especially being a co captain now, you would hope so. Yep. I think that's a lot of this weighs on him. Um, from the trial against Canberra, I wasn't really happy with what I saw. Again, I understand it's a trial, but still, um, you know, I think he was forcing a little bit. Some of his touches just were a bit ineffective. Um, but, I mean, there's no doubt he's got a lot of potential in him. An idea I want to put out there. Yeah. And it's definitely not going to happen. Like, they've done mm-hmm. trials and everything now. I think their homes w- with Lukey on that left edge. Yeah. I think Dearden throws that short ball a lot more than what he would have for Luciano. I think Holmes' impact goes down a little bit because of that. Would you consider yep. switching Labert and Holmes? Giving Holmes played there for Origin. Mm. I guess he's played right wing before. So he's played on the right edge before. I don't hate it. It's more down to Labor. Yeah. Now, I don't think it's going to happen. Like, like Labor did come in and play on the left last year. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't hate that move. No, I definitely don't hate it. There's a lot of ways that you can fit the kind of pieces together with this side. Um, Valame and Felt, another one that people have been pretty polarized about, I guess. Um, I would have gone Valame. But, I probably would have gone Valame, but the fact that Felt's gone score four tries, I don't think that's yep. all Valame's I, case at all. I don't. I don't think it was a like. I don't, I don't think it's a be all and all. No. Nah. Cowboy season. Because I think if Felt comes out and he's pretty lackluster for the first four games, you you just put Valame in, don't you? It's yep. not really that much of an issue. Uh, the last kind of problem I have, just kind of their forward depth. At the moment, Tanel Brown's out for quite a bit. Hess won't be back this year. Yep. Let's say Tao Malolo or McLean get like a eight to ten week injury, something like that, yep. or something that's going to keep him out long term. Yep. What happens then? That is Griffin a great Holmes question. Starts. That is a great question. What McKaylee would... becomes the main bench prop with Finnafuyaki? Would you almost start Cotter and find a way to move someone else into lock? Yeah. Yeah, maybe McIntyre or something. Yeah. That's the Which first thing sh- that came I'm to sure my mind. I'm not sure that I like that. I'm sorry, I, I think they, their forwards uh, have to You know what healthy. they'll do? They'll go Granville at 13. Nah, I reckon they'd go McIntyre. You reckon? They seem to yeah. be pretty high on him. Yeah, definitely higher than I was, but... They had him ahead of Finnafuyaki in the pecking order, apparently. So we'll see how yeah, he goes, well, I guess. Obviously, obviously, a lot of coaches have taken the approach of you got to earn the jumper in preseason. So, but yep. yeah, you do make a good point. I think their forwards are a little bit skinny. Um, yep. And there's no guarantee that McKaylee or anyone comes in and makes a huge impact either. Like they still yep. got to earn their stripes too. So just as well, gonna, yeah, Finnafuyaki, like. Helen Lukey has a bit of an injury history. If he does get injured, touch wood, he doesn't. Fenafuyaki becomes that starting second rower. 
and you mm. almost have to play an 80. So then what do you do then? I don't know. That, that's yeah. what I'm saying. I think injuries could rip their forward pack apart. So they've got to stay healthy. Mm. That's, that's that's my point. Yeah, I agree. They're, they're going to, if, if like you said, we saw Nane go down last year and Finnafuiaki came in and did a job, but it wasn't near the impact that Nane has. Um, yeah. Luki, and obviously we know he's had his injury history too. Not having Luciano there is a big blow because he kind of just slots in wherever he can play left or right or middle. I think, I think it's are... exciting. I just think they don't have – it mm. just hurts depth-wise. If Luciano was still there, man, maybe they were taking him for granted. Because if he was still there, you lose Tamalolo, you go sweet. Cotter's going in the front row, Luch's going to 13, or Luch is going straight into the front row. Yeah. Yeah, so... he's just such a plug-and-play forward. I think they're going to miss him a lot. I think he's a big get for the Dragons. I know the price tag is throwing people off a little bit, but I thought he was, he was great for the Cowboys. I thought that was probably his... When he moved there... Um, straight from the Tigers halfway through the season. I thought it took mm-hmm. him a little while to get going, but last year I thought he was he was outstanding last year. Yeah, fair call. Do you have anything else on the Cowboys, mate? I think that's it for me, bro. I think we're ready to, to move on. Parramatta, another quite interesting team is the next one. They've still got a few positions up for grabs as well, I think. Mm, especially now with the Siva suspension. Yeah, Siva suspended. Uh, Simonson's going to be ready. For round one for anyone that was concerned about that. Okay. Uh-huh. I think I think that's a I think that's big. Um I think they're looking a little bit short otherwise. Yep. There's probably a four forward bench coming. Yep. So there's a few forwards that could consider themselves a chance. Wormer Greg could be out. He's doubtful for round one. So good okay. give someone somebody else a chance. Maybe an offer Hickey Ogden. Mm. Something like that, but yeah, it, it's the same himself. as always for Para. I think their back, their back five lets them down just a little bit. You know what I think happens? So you said Greg's in some doubt. Is that what you said? Yep, I think Ogden comes in. To be honest, <laughs> no, I think they carry two hookers. Oh, mate! If that happens, I swear to God, I did see a report today. Uh, well, not a report, but some mail from the NRL Phantom on Twitter who said, looks like Brad Arthur's going to carry both of them in round one. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. So I think, uh, yeah, I think we could be seeing that utility spot being used. Now, hands will be selected at 16. Don't get me wrong. He's, he won't pick him at number 14. It's Luca Moretti's jersey. Yeah, I was going to say, they should pretty much retire it. But do not be surprised if you see both the hookers there. Can you imagine an NRL team did that? They just retired a jersey. Like, how they do that is, like, let's say Luca Moretti, they retire that 14 jersey for him. Not going to happen, obviously. But, like, you just pick somebody at 14 each week and then pick your actual utility at 18 and just switch it game day. Yeah. So the four names just never used. <laughs> you actually can retire jersey. You could do I'm that. Sure someone has their jersey retired. If you really wanted to do that, you could. Hmm. But uh, yeah, nah, it's not. It's not gonna happen. Just, just that's just fantasy world. 
All right, let's get let's get serious. Let's get serious. Para obviously pretty disappointing last year. Um, how well do they go this year? What's your uh, range? Four to ten, same as Cowboys. Four to ten. That is large. That, like that mid range is just so close. I just don't know how to put it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you just kind of get a me rethinking mine, to be honest. I've got them. Let me just pull it back up because I actually low key forgot. Six to 10. I don't think they'll make the four. Um,. They've just got the team to do it. I do think they'll be. Like, they're stacked. Outside of the nine, they're pretty stacked. Yeah, exactly. It's just like the team fit. Maybe they need a bit more explosiveness in the back five. But, like, it's not like their back five is terrible. Like, the players themselves. I agree, mate. I agree. I think they've got the pack to do it for sure. Um, Hopgood, we saw him in that second trial. Absolutely good. Bonanza, um, Sean Lane bounce back year. Bryce Cartwright, he's been breaking out. Um, Brown's yeah. just going to keep improving. Brown's going to keep getting better. A lot of people are projecting him for a Dally M. Do you see that? Yeah, I, I keep bringing it up, but these guys are just so much younger than I always like think. Like it feels like he's yeah. been around for quite a while. How old do you reckon he is? Till Brown, twenty three. I was going to say 23, but you didn't give me a chance, mate. Far out. Still only 23. Like, yeah. That is so young. Oh, my For half as well. He's just going to keep getting better. He's already one of the best. Uh, well, what's Cleary, 25? Nathan Cleary? Yeah. I think he's 25. You're in 25? I'll back you. 26. Jeez. Like some of these guys, it just feels like they're, like they've been brought in at like 18, 19, and it just feels like they've been around forever. They're still so yeah. young. Yeah, exactly. Like Tom Trebois started his career in 2015, and he's 27. Oh, my days. Bro, it's crazy how young they had to be, eh? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Uh, for Para, anyway. I do think they've got the same issue with their nine. Uh, like, we've been saying mm. it for a year now. I think they just need someone who just passes the ball off the deck and defends really well. I don't think Hands is that. I think Hands loves a bit of a scoot. Yeah. I think Lusick is probably the better service guy, but not by much, and he doesn't really have that running ability or defense, in my opinion. Yep. So, oh, I don't know which way they go. Honestly, I think, I, I think they need to find nine that suits their system because that it almost seems like that's what the issue is. Mm. I think round one, if you carry both nines, you carry hands on the bench. Yeah, you have to. But if you carry one nine, I would go hands. Oh, I see. Just tell him. Just tell I him. Almost you just last it. Just got to give the ball. That's all they have to do. But hands doesn't have the stamina, bro. Like yeah. Lusick, Lusick, I think, can hold his own for 80. I think he can tackle 
for 80. I don't think hands could tackle for 80. And you could prove me wrong. For, I think they need to look for a nine. Hmm. Well, who, Braley? Oh, loves a scoot. So, but what do you want? At, like, do you want Zach Wolford there? You gotta, you gotta have a nine that likes a scoot. I think because it opens up the attack a little bit. Like even Appy loved the scoot, and he was playing alongside Luai and Cleary. But that's the, that's the exact thing that we just that, that we've been saying. Like, they just need someone that gives the ball to their halves straight away. I think Bradley can be that if they were to get him. I think okay. Lussick, I think Lussick is gonna be that though. Look, he may not have the crispest premium service, but he's going to do that. Okay. All right. I'll back you. I will back you. But yeah, Parra's an interesting one. I think probably need a nine. I think they probably need some more X factor in their back five. I think those are the two weaknesses. Apart from that, they're pretty strong all around. Very, very good forward depth. I'm not worried about that. Their forwards are sick. Their forwards are sick. They've got our player of the year two years ago sitting in the sitting on the bench. Nah, yeah. Pat, Pat, Penrith have the best pack in the comp, I reckon. But like depth wise, <laughs> Parramatta. Oh, oh. Depth wise, Parramatta. Oh, that is tough. I'm almost gonna say Warriors. Nah, I reckon Penrith. I give it to That's Penrith. That's tough. Wise. Wise That's probably a... three. So what is Penrith? Yo, Martin, Sorensen. Leota Fisher-Harris. And then on the bench is Lindsay Smith. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that's where it gets a bit Starting touchy. pack. Penny. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Regardless, for Parramatta, I want to talk about Gutho. Mm-hmm. I said that long-term, he's probably going to move into the centers for Blaze Tulagi. Yep. I just... Oh, I don't, I don't know about it. He just... He, He's almost underrated now. Yeah. Like the defensive work he does back there, he just gets his hands all over everything. Mm-hmm. He just pops up in like places you don't expect him to be. He's got the ball and makes a big play. Mm. Can you move him to the centers? I was talking to a para fan the other day, and he is a big fan of moving Gutho into the centers. He likes it. Um, Defensively, it'd be very good. Defensively is kind of what I'm looking at, especially next to Sivo. But then you've you, got to think about Penasini, uh, Richard Penasini coming in. Is he that highly touted? Mm, he looks like a gun. Okay. All right. He looks like a gun. I haven't. I, haven't I don't think done, he'll be as good as. I haven't seen as, a lot of him. Yeah. I don't think he'll be as good as Will, but oof, he's got something about him, bro. He's certainly got something about him. That's the thing. Do you want Blaze or Penasini? I mean, it depends whoever wins I think that, eh? Blaze, Blaze would have to be an attacking weapon for them to consider this. Because yeah, I think you limit Gutho in attack big time. Because mm. I don't see Gutho getting the ball at centre and barging over. Yeah. Or no, ball playing very often. Either. Maybe just a tip on to Sevo. Like, yeah. It'd be great defensively, but... Attacking wise, I, I think you lose a lot. So you need Blaze to be like confident at fullback, mm. step, cut out ball, short ball, like the whole package. 
Yeah, no. His defense can take some work. Like he doesn't need to be Gutho level defense, but he needs to at the very least be Gutho level attack. Well, lucky for Para, they their junior system is cooking at the moment. Um, obviously we've heard some things about Ethan Sanders going to Canberra, but there's again nothing being confirmed there. Matt Arthur is very, very talented. I know a lot of people are going to go, oh, well, he's Brad Arthur's son. No, he's actually a very good hooker, a very good hooker. Um, they have a lot of people coming through, man. Obviously, we mentioned Blaze Talungi, Richard Penasini, um, Charlie Geimer. Yeah, I mentioned Sanders. Um, they got a, they got a lot. They I know we're close to this. That like, I'm not going to say why, but that t- Tyrese Lekenny scored mm. another double on the weekend. He's a beast, bro. Oh, he's a beast. I love to see him winning, bro. Yeah, nah, we. They got some guns in there. They got. So some I think he's got four four tries now. Three three games, four games. Hmm. Big, big boy. Yeah. A lot of speed too. They got a lot mm-hmm. of players to be watching for. But yeah, I'm really, really keen for Para, especially especially this year. Um, I think it seems like they've got a bit of hunger in them. Um, just some of the things, you know, that you've been seeing on social media and that Mitchell Moses saying like, oh, we're thinking about us winning the premiership. I think they can with this squad. It's really just about sorting out some of those key positions in terms of hooker and just sorting out those rotations. Because that's what's going to matter. Brad Arthur obviously hasn't always used his bench very well, I don't think, which mm-hmm. is a main criticism. But one thing I think he doesn't get a lot of praise for is his development. And if Kelman yep. Tuolungi can cut me out this year, and again, Brad Arthur with his project forward turns this guy into what we know he can become. He just adds another another aspect to this team, which it's going to level them up even further, to be honest. Yeah. It's exciting to think about. I think, oh, There's so many teams that could just absolutely brain it this year. Like, there's so many mm. contenders. And then, like, you think about it, and some of these teams that we're talking about are real high, they're just going to miss the eight. Yeah. Like, exactly. It just depends what team can come out and play at their best week in, week out. So I've got power right now on my ladder eighth, right? But They're in the seven to nine range that I'm still trying to figure yeah. out. Yeah, so I've got them six to ten, but even like, and I'm obviously shortening that. But I could see them in the four. I could yeah, see that's them. why I, I had four to ten. They're that good at home. I could see them win every home game pretty much. Yep. And then it's just about knocking off. That's that's to be the main the main criticism on Para though, is they haven't I'm been. Gonna, able to, mm. I'm gonna go back and look at their home records the last yeah. few years. But the main criticism about Para for the last couple of years is they haven't been able to polish off the the bottom teams. They've let yep. them hang around too much. I think that's what if they can just finish off those teams that they should be like. They got the Dogs, they got the Tigers, and the Raiders in the first five rounds. Yep. You're gonna be That'd surprised be by these statistics. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they seem just pretty, pretty much evenly matched between home and away. Yeah. So last year it was an off year for them. So we can excuse them. They were seven and five at home. Um, let me just get back to round 27. 
Yep. Is that right? Hang on. Mm. Oh, yeah, they're down here. Uh, they had to buy in the last tomorrow. round, I believe. Yeah. We go back to 2022. They were 8-4 at home, but they were also 8-4 away. Okay. 2021, they were actually better away. They were 7-5 at home and 8-4 and away. Really? Yeah. That's what I said. You'd be surprised by these statistics. I am too. 2020, uh, this is as far as I'm going to come back because there were Spooners in 2019, weren't they? No, they weren't. They were in the no, semis. I don't what think am I so. talking about? All right, 2020, they were 8 and 2 at home, 7 and 3 away. Yeah. So one game okay. difference. 19, I'm just going to keep going back until, until they kind of like. Basically, while they've been in this middle period is what I'm looking at. Yeah. 2019, here we go. Nine and three at home, five mm. and seven away. Yeah. So maybe it's just a narrative that the media has kind of been running over the last couple of years. Yeah, I know, I know right? Seems, seems a bit different. Even bit when odd. you watch them, it seems like they're so much better at home. But yeah. it's really not. that's really not the case. That's really interesting. Maybe, um, but yeah. I'll throw yeah. it out there because I, I don't know if this is going to be wrong or not. But um, potentially Combank Stadium, big capacity. Maybe they're playing more of the headliner games there, like True. Penrith, Melbourne. True. Possibly, but I, I yeah. don't know if there's any credit to that. Yeah, That's very not something true. I've looked into. But yeah, it, it could could be completely wrong. Don't don't come at us on Twitter, please. We've <laughs> had enough of that today. All right, bro. I think we'll wrap it up there, unless you've got anything else. Uh, it's got nothing to do with uh, Parramatta, um, but when we're talking about the Cowboys, like, don't leave Queensland, I, I just wanted to look into the Broncos' draw for the Bants. They get to play an away game as neutral. Yeah. They also have an away game at Suncorp against Manly. Yeah. And they also have an away game at Suncorp against the Dolphins. Awesome. That's really fair from the NRL there. <laughs> Real fair. Love it. Uh, all right. We'll wrap up the Parramatta Eels there. And we will be heading into the Penrith Panthers after this very, very short break. Stick with us. Stay tuned. Hey, we're putting in some work right now. So, you know, your, boy, your boys are going to... Hey. Every man's allowed to break every once in a while. Once in a while. And woman. And woman. Stay hydrated. Stay hydrated, you know what I'm saying? But we're going to go get hydrated right now. We'll be back for the Penrith Panthers in about one second of your time. All right, bro. Moving on to the champions, the three-peaters, Penrith Panthers. I've seen I've seen actually some people who don't have them finishing in the top four. I don't really understand that at all. <laughs> no, nah, they just don't like them. Yeah. I just They're don't gonna like them. The... They'll finish in the top three, bro. No questions asked. Yeah, at I'll least. Be first. Um, first, you've got them first. I've got them one, yeah. one to three. Yeah, one, one to three. Okay. But I've got them first. Yeah, uh, I, I don't have them first. I've got the Broncos first, but... Okay. Fairs. Um, so they lost Crichton, obviously. That's that's the big talking point. Losing, this is the ones last year. Um, is Is this the end of their window? For this current roster? No, I don't think so. You don't think so? I reckon, the, oh, I reckon they'll be in the window still. I don't know if they'll go in as favourites, but mm. I reckon they can win a premiership with that team. Yeah, so 
obviously we saw Jack Cole in the World Cup Challenge. Um, does he look like the long-term solution at six tier, or does it look like a Dane Laurie or a Brad Schneider? Or what are we thinking? I have no clue at the moment. Uh, a lot of people hyping up Jack Cole. A lot of people saying, yeah, he's a good footballer, but he's probably a better center than six. Yeah, okay. So, I mean, we'll see which way they go. I think Brad Schneider's making the switch to more of a nine role, and I think he plays more like a halfback anyway. So, yep. I'd say I'd say it'd be between Laurie and Jack Cole at the moment. Okay. Okay. Um, going into round one, obviously, Taruva went down with an MCL problem. What's that, about four to six weeks usually? Um, so um, Physio came out and said that he'd be surprised if it's a lengthy stint. So Okay. All right, so could be back round one. Weeks. Okay, um, in the case he is out round one though, how do you, how do you have him lining up? You probably slide Peachy into the center. Nah, Alamotti. You'd have Alamotti in there. Yep, only because Mitch Kenny's out, and I think you need Peachy at fourteen unless you want okay. to go Somerton and Sony Luke. Which I don't, which I don't think is out of the realm of possibility, or even going Brad Schneider off the bench to be honest. Yeah, or even Worry. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I just have a feeling I'll slot Alamotti in there with May on, on the left wing. Yeah. Look, I think if Taylor May comes out and kills it in the first couple of weeks at left wing, surely they go to River at centre. Oh, it... I don't know. Do you... mm. I don't know. May's, May's been killing it. Well, apparently been killing it. Uh, as much as what Penrith will tell us, he's had a very yeah. good off season at center. I think they'll just keep him there. And he looked very nice in the World Club Challenge. Yeah, I did hear that. Um, so you've got big expectations for them this year. Uh, what's your range? So you got him finishing first, but what's your yeah, range? One, one to similar three, to mine? One you. to three? Yeah. Okay. Um, Scott Sorensen, do you think he can hold that back row spot for the whole year? Yeah, uh, who else is there? Well, that's... Ghana. Ghana, I mean... Yeah, that's about it, eh? I kind of... Low yeah, key, they're, a uh, bit, slip. they're a bit thin they're on, lacking on, a little on second bit rowers. Second rowers. Yeah, they are a bit thin on second rowers, actually. I think that bench as a whole is a little bit thin this year. Yeah, I think that could be a big issue, too. But, I mean, I think all the top teams except the Roosters, the bench is kind of thinned out a little bit. Yep. Um, um, if mm. just like if if there's an injury to a, to a prop, you got Lindsay Smith starting, and then what? Liam Henry or Matt Eisenhuth is your main guy off the bench. Few injuries could hurt them. Yeah. Same thing in the second row. Mm. Like, yeah, like we we'll talked about with the Cowboys earlier. A few injuries in that in that forward pack, and look, they'll thin. probably call call on a young guy, and he'll just come out and absolutely kill it. But yeah. It does get yeah, a bit just, thin, doesn't just it? Just the Penrith way, but like... Yeah. Definitely gets a bit from thin. From my standpoint now, it, it looks a bit thin. Mm. I guess... I guess the main question is, what's Cleary's role now? Does his role change after the grand final? Like, I've heard a lot of people come out and have the thought that maybe Cleary plays both sides of the field because he, he... I mean, he dominated the finals playing both sides of the field. I is think that, you will. Is, do you think that's a possibility? Yeah, I think he'll have his hands on the ball more. And I guess the other kind of thought going into this year is like, are they planning for life without Luai? Or are they just going to, you know, play the year with Luai and think about that when the season's over? 
Oh, that's a that's a tough question. You'd think they'd be planning a little bit, uh, especially in the regular season. Like they're not going to miss, like they're not going to miss the semis. Mm. So like, if you lose a few games, playing trying to figure out how to play a different way, I, I don't think they'd mind too much. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think their main priority is to four Pete. Yeah. I think they're trying to... It's a bit of a send-off, eh? It's just going to be Bizzer and Cleary left from that kind of call that came through. Um, mm-hmm. It'll be... I'm very interested to see how they go without Luai because I do think in that World Club Challenge they looked a little bit disorganised. Now, given it was Jack's, Jack's, Jack Cole's first um, real run with the first-grade team. Mm-hmm. Um but I mean, if you couldn't see how valuable Luai is in that game, then also missing Sorensen on that side too. Yeah, yeah. Who started in the back row? Was it Garner? Yeah, yeah. So I th- was. so then so they've got Garner, Martin, Sorensen. That's their core, isn't it? Yep. So if one of them goes down, Maverick Guy probably comes into the bench. Oh, that's thin. They got Hassett there too, but he's like, what, 18, 19? Yeah, he's still young. Probably 19, I think. Yeah, that's cooked, man. They are thin and they got a lot of they got a lot of trust in their junior system there, so I don't think they'd be too fussed if yeah, they had to play someone. Hmm. Um, there's not really much to talk about with the Panthers, eh? Like, they're going to be the same team every year. Not the, like not in that sense of the word, but um, there's not going to be much, many talking points. Like there was more, like yeah, Critter's gone. Okay, let's talk about that. Does that change anything with them? Because Critter's gone. Obviously, the star power kind of drops off a little bit. But is it? Do you think it's really going to affect how how well they go? I just think they're a well-oiled machine. Yeah, me too. I think. Brian Tyler's going to score a ton more tries with Tago mm. there. Yeah. That, that's about it. Maybe even defensively on that edge, they're stacked. Like, even if Tago struggles a bit mm. defensively, like, Tyler's a good defender, Cleary's a good defender, and Liam Martin's a beast. So, that whole Liam edge Martin. doesn't really, isn't really too affected. To be fair, though, Crichton did line up on the left for quite a few games in that final series. Yeah. I think the whole final series. Yeah. So yeah. Do you, do you look as good as, as good and experienced as Sorensen is, I still don't think he's been, you know, that's, he's kind of the main man on that edge now. Like unless Taylor make it break out and become some form of star. Like he, it's a lot of that on that edge is going to be him and Lua. And I reckon Cleary, uh, that's why Cleary will. Yeah. Okay. Over there a bit more. So you think he'll sweep over there? Okay. Um, 14 spot. Are you are you big on Peachy for the 14? We know we've spoken to everything Panthers, uh, yeah, Panthers I, so. I believe. And they like Summerton. I think Mitch Kenny can be a be an 80-minute guy. Yeah, well, he's not like, and this is no disrespect, but he's not really doing everything that the top nines do. Like, he's a top nine defensively in that. But yep. He's not really scooting around. Like, he's just going to stay there in the middle and just give give good service and make his tackles. Like, he can. Yep. He came through as a 13 too, I believe. Or can play 13. So, mm-hmm. 
I think I think it'll be I think it'll be sweet sitting in the middle there. Yeah. Uh, on the Panthers team, I think that's all he has to do. Mm. Yeah, just don't overplay your hand. Just give your stars the ball. Pretty much, uh, yeah, exactly. Do you think Dylan Edwards has got a bigger role this year now that Critter's out? No, nah, I think he plays the exact same role. So, I think everyone plays their exact same role. Um, All the way down to Lindsey Smith on the bench. Liam Henry probably... Or Matt Eisenhuth probably plays mm. kind of what Lindsey Smith did last year. Yeah. Maybe the prop minutes go up. Uh, Cleary switches sides. I think that's the only difference. Yeah. Okay. But not switches sides, just like Rome's. Rome's both edges. Yeah. Yep. Sick. All right. Um, I think that's basically it for the Panthers. Not really too much else to talk about. No, it's just who's who's filling that key position. Um, do you see Alamotti coming off the bench as a forward? No. Okay. No, he's oh. playing center and cup, so oh, I'll go off that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's move on to the St. George Illawarra Dragons. Now, this, I think before we saw the trials, this was a team where people were like, yeah, they'll be probably last. But, I mean, what I saw in trials has kind of got me, it's got me thinking a little bit. The Tigers game, yeah, but the South game was still... And that's why it's so puzzling. That's why it's so weird to me, because, like, in the South game, it was the same team that came up against the Tigers. And South ran them off the park, and the Tigers got smashed. So I I really don't know how I gauge the Dragons. I don't know if... This is what I was saying. Like, I don't know if the Tigers are just trying not to get injured or something, because a lot of the, like, scramble plays and urgency plays... They weren't making. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like, it was just, it's, there were two very different performances. I think a lot of the Dragons players played to the absolute best. Mm. I don't think they're going to put that week in, week out. Um, I, don't, I think they've just got a lot of inconsistent players as a whole. Like, just looking through their roster. Sloan can be great on his day, can have one of the, like, arguably some of the worst games I've ever seen, but play some of, like, mm. some of the better performances of the season. Um, Ravalawa's uh, worked uh, worked on his consistency. I think he's gotten a lot better with it. Uh, Moses Suley came out and demolished you. I don't know if he does that week in, week out. Do you think, do you think, look, I know it's in the Lomax trials. Do, as well. do you think that Suley game was a bit of a Talakai stuff with Toa, like, well, no, I know Suli is like, he's that good, but I'm just saying, like, that was one of those performances where, like, everything was just going his way. Yep. Yeah. Suli just has to, he's just got to run. Like, he's so, like, would you say he's bigger than Talakai? I'd say, yeah, he's tall. He's, yeah, he is. He Taller, is. probably bigger. Way fitter. Like, give it up in pace. Yeah, he's way fitter. So, like, if he just ran as hard as he could every time, there's not a lot of centers that can stop him one on one. He's defensively he could, that he yeah. struggles, and he, even defensively last year he wasn't even that bad. Like Manly would have kept him, but his tackle efficiency was like forty five percent when we let him go. Yeah, yeah, so, I remember like, that. that. So it was just his defense that was the issue. Uh Far out, he's 109 kilos. 
for a center. Oh my days! Yeah, he looked. He looked it when I saw him in Mudgee. I tell you that. But I tell you what, that left edge could be a real strike weapon for the Dragons. And you know what his tackle efficiency was last year? What ninety? Eighty nine. Yeah, that's. That doesn't tell the full story, but it tells you yeah. a little bit compared to the forty percent. <laughs> yep. Um. That left edge could be a serious strike weapon, man. Serious strike weapon. I believe Ben Hunt was playing on that side too. Yeah, I believe Hunt's, he was playing Hunt's on the on left. left. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the only reason that's confusing me is because he was sweeping over both sides a little bit, like he usually does. Um, but like Hunt, Sua, Suli, Ravalawa. I'm coming around to the Ravalawa Suli on the left thing. I don't Bro, think it matters it's too un- much. It's unstoppable. But like, like I mean, as opposed to on the right. Yeah, well, Bird is always going to be on the right, so it just depends yeah. if you want Ravalawa there, and they obviously want to keep Lomax on the right hand side. So, yep. Um, man, that edge was unstoppable. It was unstoppable. They're all like Sewer's huge, Sully's huge, Ravalawa's huge, and we know how good Ben Hunt is. It's it's going to be pretty interesting, especially when they come up against like let's say a South who don't have the strongest right edge, especially with Campbell Graham out. Yeah, but I think they can pile on points on that edge. I think they can pile on points. They just need to get their like attack rolling. Let me ask you this: mm-hmm. How many times, like, you, you would have realized more than I did watching it? How many times did the Tigers get down to their end and just? Didn't do anything. Like, didn't even look like scoring. Yeah, there was a lot of farts. There was a lot of farts. So if that was, I don't let's know. Say, let's was, say, let's say the Dragons the don't. Cowboys. Yeah, or something they're not. Like Dragons that, don't win. Dragons don't. And win. they pile on like, but let's say they score three extra times than you. The Dragons aren't scoring thirty-four points. Yeah, with that like momentum and all that kind of stuff, and how the game changes because of that. Hmm. I'm really sick of the Tigers just shooting themselves in the foot. But anyway, we're going to get into that later. Um, but the Dragons did the most with all the opportunities they had. They Ben Hunt's second try was a knock-on. No cap. I know I'm salty, but that was a knock-on. Um, but the rest of the rest of the tries they scored were pretty good. Like like I mentioned, Tyrell Sloan's try where Ben Hunt comes across field, hits Fatal Amano, who hits unders ball to Sloan under the post. Like I don't think many teams could defend that. Now... Maybe a few more teams would have shut down Ben Hunt and not just watched him run across field. Um, but th- there was definitely some encouraging signs from the Dragons. And they, as much as people want to bash the Tigers and say, oh, they got flogged, the Dragons played some pretty good footy. Like Some of the stuff they were running was was pretty shifty stuff. So you got to give credit to Shane Flanagan. I think he's got him in the right mindset for this year. Yep. 100% agree. On, just on their forward pack as well, I think it's a positive that... Um... I don't think they lose too much if there's a few injuries. Of course, key guys like DeBellin and Laurie and things like that will hurt. Mm. But if like a Molo or something comes down, I think they've got similar level players sitting in their reserves. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. I but, think you're actually so right. I, I, th- I think their depth in the forward pack is, is pretty good. Outside, it's, it's really just the spine, isn't it? Mm. If Well, if Flanagan and Hunt can combine, then... I mean, oh. I mean, like depth. Oh, yeah. Yeah, or do you go Lomax? Well, yeah, you probably go Marshkey and then there's Lomax at six, isn't it? 
yeah, mask is not available. So, yeah, I guess that is a little bit sketch. Um, their pack though, back to their pack. You're they're starting they're starting pack now is Laurie Harmsele, Luciano, Jane Sua, and Debellin. Yep, that's that's not a bad that's not bad considering last year the pack they were running out with was what Francis Molo, Blake Laurie, Billy Burns, Dan Russell, and Jack Debellin. I think, yeah. I think Luciano and uh, Jaden Sewer make a make a, make up a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your range for him? I don't think we've touched on this yet. I know we both had him definitely spooners. I don't know if they're definitely my spooners. Say that again. Thirteen to seventeen. Oh, I got thirteen to seventeen as well. Awesome. We're on the same I- page. And I think thirteen to seventeen is I think thirteenth is like the highest they're gonna finish just because I think they'll be typical in typical dragons fashion, they'll come out, they'll win a few games, they'll play some good footy at the start of the year, and then they'll just go You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I got yeah, it's just I don't know, I predict the dragons to be lower than they are every single year. that's the only reason I've gone up to 13, they just seem to be able to, you know, win some of those sloppy, sloppy games. Yeah. If that's what you want to call them. Those like, what, what do we call those type of games? It's like, it's just like 22, 20. They like just sloppy grind games. it out. It's They're just, just crap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> those type of games. They always seem to come out on top. Yeah. I think that's a little bit of a dragon's DNA too. Like, and that's kind of how Flannery likes to play as well. He just he's just like win at all costs. I don't care if we're gonna play the most boring brand of football, we're just gonna win football games. Yep. Um and looking at their back five and even their halves, they're not they're not the fastest team. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're not wrong. So yeah, um I think I I think that that kind of sums them up pretty well. Yeah. Um I guess their bench is maybe where it gets a little bit touchy. Um, you probably go Marshke at 14. I think if Little starts round one, they'll go Malizen just because he's easing himself back in off an injury. But um, they they named Marshke at 14 for the trial. Now, he played in cup, which was the reason that he didn't get that many minutes. Yep. Do you see him at 14 as a long-term possibility or do you think it'll just be Little and Malizen? I, nah, I think it'd be more Eisen. Okay. Okay. Um, big year for Little too, I think. This is a big year for him. He got an extension. He he's pretty good last year. If he can just stay on the field, like, he's a good number nine. He, the only issue is he's just always injured. Well, not mm-hmm. always, but he, he has a tendency of getting injured. Um yes. The bench is probably, in terms of forwards, I know they've been running out with Viliami Fafida, Fatala Mariner, and Murdoch Masilla. I think Michael I think, Vili- I think Murdoch Masilla could miss out. I think Masilla and Viliami Fafida will miss out. Oh, yeah, because you got to bring Sele back in, don't you? Yeah, so I, yep, think, it'll, I, I think it'll be yeah, Fatala Mariner, Michael Molo, and Francis Molo. Whether you bring Saleh, Saleh, whether you bring Sele off the bench or start him. I think Francis Molo's in there regardless. Michael Molo looked too good in trials not to be there as well. Yeah. Um, 
So you think Eisenhuth just drops out when Light Lewis? Oh, there? that's tough, eh? I think he's got to. Okay. Unless unless you go him over Michael Molo, which again I don't hate. Um, but you got Fatal Mariner there who can slot into the second row. So I don't know if there really is a use for Eisenhuth, unless they're gonna use him as a utility. Yep. Which okay. I don't I'm not a real fan of. But yeah. Fano, right. Fano's so, a coach, not me. Lock it in, 13 or 17. Lock it in. Awesome. All right. Good to move on. Ne- yep. Next team, the Mighty Waz. Mm. The Mighty Waz. What are your thoughts this year? I was very low on them to start the year, and now I've got them fourth. Oh, okay. Um. My thoughts are. Excuse me, I've got them, them fifth. I've up. got them fifth. Excuse me, I've got them fifth. But from trials, I love the way they look. I really do. Mm. I, I I think they deserve to win by more than fourteen last weekend. I think the Dolphins clawed back a few tries when the Warriors main guys went off. Yep. But the Warriors look very good. Just everything about it. Metcalf, RTS. I uh, thought Tapigi did a good job at the back. Johnson, mm. near Corre in the middle, off the bench. Capewell, Berry. Everything was clicking. Yeah, it's like everyone they didn't looked good. Stop playing footy. Well, I guess so, that's my opinion on the Warriors. I probably got them four to four to nine. I think I've got them exactly the same. I think I've got them four to nine too. Uh, like if they come up. out and they're underwhelming in the yeah, season, then I could see them finishing just outside the eight. But the way they look, I, it's just not looking likely. Yeah, I got, them, the eight. I got them four to nine too. Now they do have a pretty easy draw as well, uh, Fox League thing. Cool. And we know that in New Zealand they they get up for a game. So I mean, I guess I guess all the, all they got to do this year is just beat those bottom sides. They just got to stand their authority. They did beat the Dragons quite well um, at one point last year, but apart from that, like I felt like they weren't able to put away some of those bottom tier sides. Like I remember pretty vividly the Tigers game where it was like Tigers probably should have won that. Yep. Um. Yeah. the The main question mark I think is just Sean Johnson. Can he back it up? Can he Can he be that same? That same player. And I think even if he's not to like almost winning a Dallium level, I think they'll still be okay. Well, if he say say he's not the Dallium level, right? And he's just like a Jamal Fogarty level halfback, right? And that's that's no disrespect to Fogarty, obviously. I think he's just a tier below those sort of halfbacks. I think they'll still be yeah, I think they're still they're still in the eight pretty easily, just based off their fallback and all the stars they have around them. Yep. But I do think if SJ misses some time, it gets a little bit sticky. Oh, how much time? Uh six to eight weeks. Mm, I don't know. I I reckon they'll be all right with that. Tomorrow, Martin CHT comes in, does a bit of a job, obviously not to SJ level. Mm. I think they'll be okay. So say they go two and... Say say he misses eight weeks total, right? Say yep. he misses eight weeks total. They go two and six. Oh, well, then they're in trouble. 
Well, that's what I'm saying. But I, I don't. What I'm saying is, I don't think their performance will drop off like yeah, insanely. Okay. okay. I just think if you bring CHT in who hasn't played rugby league in a year. All right. All right. Do you have the. Can you get the draw up? Yeah. From last year for the Warriors? Because mm-hmm. as always, the NRL app is glitchy for me. Yep. Just give me a second. Um, what do you want me to look at? Great. Well, I was going to go through and pick out the game Johnson didn't play last year and see how the Warriors did. Mm-hmm. Uh, the answer is he missed one game. And it was around 27. Oh. No, that's so not... Is that right? You can read too much into it. Yeah. Missed one game last year. Apart from uh, semifinals. Well, they got yeah. smoked by oh, Penrith. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. I don't think you can read too much into that Dolphins game anyway. I don't know what I can't remember what the score was. Uh, um, I believe yeah. the Dolphins won. I wouldn't say. Great. Yeah. Okay. But maybe I can't remember. Doesn't do my point any favors, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. If they do go two and six, nah. The... Oh no, that's pre-season trials. Far yeah. Can the NRL app just work? No. Once. It never can. Yeah, the can. Dolphins smoked them. Yeah. Oh, okay. The Wars were nowhere near full strength, though. Yeah, like, they rested they... everyone. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. They rested everyone. So, we, um, we can't really tell. We'll, we'll yeah. see how they go if Johnson picks up an injury. But I, I well, think they'd be all right. And I love I love Roger coming back, but my main, my main hope for the Warriors is they don't take away the way they were playing last year. Like, just because Roger's back, don't force feed him the ball 24-7. Don't try and turn him into this roaming center. Just keep him playing in the flow of the attack. Like, I don't, I'm not mm-hmm. saying you have to turn him into a Pompey and just, and that's, again, no disrespect to Pompey, but you don't have to turn him into this this center that's just going to stay on the left edge and just get good ball, right? Sure, he can pop up in little spots, but don't have him interrupt what's going between CNK and SJ and, um, don't have him interrupt that stuff. And I'm sure Webster's aware of that because you don't want to throw off, again, how you were playing last year. But don't don't overfeed him. Like, don't... Just because it's RTS, like, don't... Do you get what I'm saying? Like, don't... Yep. Yeah, I understand. Don't overdo it. Just let... Just play in the flow of the game. Don't force him the ball. Don't, you know, try to turn him into some player that he's not. He, he, he's rarely even a centre. Like, he's barely even a centre. So, like, he's only probably played a couple games of center in his career, if if even he has. Like, yep. I, do, I don't know if, if he even has, but just, yeah, keep out. it simple. Keep it simple. You know what I mean? Like, we've seen far too many times where, you know, a player comes in or it's like a return thing and, like, all they're trying to do is just force, 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 give him the ball, give him the ball, give him the ball. Just play your normal game and things will happen for RTS. He will make things happen if you guys, if everyone else is playing their role, he will play his to perfection. Yep. Uh, so RTS, 143 games at fullback, 66 on the wing, two at center, one at five eight. Yeah, there you go. Two at center. So he's played two games of center for his whole career. And I don't know if they're counting these trials. No, they're not. Okay. So two games of center in his whole career. 
that's that's what I'm saying. Like the guy's played two yeah. games of center in his whole career. Now he's a natural footballer, so he can probably just adapt to playing center. But it's probably still going to take some time. There probably still will be a few games where he's a bit up and down. Yeah, and people people make the argument that he played it in Union, but probably probably helped him defensively. But like it's a, it's apart a from that, game. just a completely different game. Yeah, it's a different game. But it will take a bit for him to get used to it. He, I tell you what, he didn't look like he missed a beat in trials. No, he didn't. And I, I think in trials, even with Tuapiki at fullback instead of CNK, I don't think he overplayed his hand. I think he just, yeah, he didn't stay on the left edge, but like he, he just showed up every now and then, didn't overplay his hand. Yep, and that's exactly what they need him to do. Yeah, exactly. At the end of the day, like I know he's RTS again, but you still finish fourth. And went and went to a. Did they go to a prelim last year? Yeah. Like he still finished fourth and went to a prelim last year without him. So if anything, he's just an extra contributor this year. It's not like he's coming in to try and piggyback his all the way to the finals. Just. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I think this year is a big one for the Warriors though because I think once AFB leaves, they could take a little bit of a hit. Yeah, Johnson could be out too. Yeah. Well, that's the big one, hey. If he goes too, they're gonna have some cap. Even if AFB with goes, it just leaves them a little bit so a bit short. They got a bit so, of cap to spend, though. Mm, so dealing with the Warriors, if you were the if you were the general manager, right, the head of football, and you see, and say SJ is retiring at the end of the year, right, and AFB is going to the Sharks, you get what for AFB off and SJ off? You probably got one point four million to spend. Something around that? 1.2? AFB is 1.1. So maybe, yeah, so say one and a half. Let me see what Johnson was. Sean Johnson. I'll see what he's being paid. Reportedly. I don't think he would be paid that much. Uh, zero. Tackle. Keep making your point. I'll find yeah. it. Yeah. Well, whatever the number is, regardless, right? You've you've got to fill some holes in. Um. We know the Warriors have got some sick juniors coming through. Arle, Mayu, um, Laban, Laban, however you want to say it. Um, Going. They've got some young machines coming through. So I'm just interested, like, would you spend majority of that cap on a seven or would you spend majority of that cap on a front row? Seven, I think so. But the, the the next question is who who are you gonna get? Ben Hunt's not going there. Yeah, it's a it's a good point you make. Um, could you make the same point for front row? Well, I don't think so because they they brought. I think front the, the young in. forwards are great, so I yeah. think you probably just blood them. Um, it's a loss, but like you probably just bring these guys through. Hmm. It's tough. plays prop full time. Yeah, I wouldn't even hate that to be honest. Um, did Johnson? So when you guys offered him a contract, yeah, was that more than what the Warriors were paying him? Yes. Okay, so he stayed on a pay cut, basically. Yeah, I believe so. Okay, so you guys, it's unknown what Johnson's on, but you guys offered him six fifty. Yeah, so that's what I was saying. I think so he's, he's probably on, on like 500, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, 450, 500. Okay. So they got about 1.6 to spend. Yeah. 
Mm. That's interesting. Would you even be okay with bringing O'Sullivan back? Or would you just go CHT? Oh, mate. I'm going to check who's off contract now. Clifford's probably not going there. There's not not much, mate. It's going to be a bit of a sticky situation, I think. There is not much here. Um, Do you think... Do you think there's any chance, right? If Luke Metcalf has a breakout year this year, they've got to yeah. re-sign him as well. Mm-hmm. Do you think there's any chance they could get one of the Newcastle boys? Yes. Connor uh, or Hastings? I mean, none of them are off contract. That's the only thing. They'd have to break contract. Which, it, I think that kind of depends on the emergence of price, doesn't it? Yep. Mm, like very interesting. Have to be willing to let him go, and I don't think they'd have to pay top dollar for any of them. No, neither, neither. Um, uh, other options here. There's like Peru that's off contract if he mm, he wants out, but like I think at that point I'd just go search T. Yeah, exactly. Um, oh, Jamie Humphreys is off contract. Yeah, there's not a lot. Yeah, and if you're gonna break a contract, you know exactly. Who, who I'd tell them to go and get. Peasant. Yep. But like. <laughs> yeah. Be serious, mate. Good point. There's not a lot. They might beg beg Johnson to stay for one more year. Yeah, and then tick over to 25. Give him AFB's 1.1 mil to stay one more year. <laughs> for one year. Yeah. Oh, mate. I wouldn't even blame them if they did, to be honest. It's a one-year contract. And then, then work out what you're going to do the year after. Who, who's off contract the year after. To the halfbacks, Jake Arthur. Apparently, Tom Chess is a halfback. Um, it's really there's not a lot. There's not a yeah. lot of realistic options. O'Sullivan right. probably the only one. Interesting, very interesting. Um, so the Waz, do you think they'll do good this year? You reckon they'll be? I think they're pretty much locked into the eight. The only reason I can Me see too. them falling out is if some injury crisis goes down, but I've loved what I've seen for them in the trials. Yep, me too. All right. Shall we take a quick break and then finish up with the Mighty West Tigers? Let's do it. All righty, bro. Let's uh, finish up with the greatest team of all, the West Tigers. It's my favorite team in history, mate. The greatest team in history. The greatest team to ever grace the game of rugby league. What range have you got them first and foremost? 13 or 17. Bro, stop copying me. I got him 11 or 17. I got him 11 or 17. I checked your notes and I just changed it up a little bit before the podcast. I got him 11 to 17, mate. Fair enough, mate. Because if, if everything hits, okay, like I feel like they can do pretty well. If everything clicks, I think they can push for the eight, to be honest. But from what I saw against the Dragons, I think it's going to take time. Yeah, I think so too. And I'm happy to be patient, but it's just like... Do you just want to see progress, even if you lose? Yeah. I don't care if we lose. Like I, We could lose every game, but if we're not getting pumped and our defense is holding up and our attack, like if we're scoring 18 points a game, I'm happy. Okay. Because unfortunately... <laughs> Fair year, call. We can't argue with that. 
unfortunately last year there was uh, a specific game, let's say round two versus Newcastle, uh, where they were once down to 11 men and we couldn't score. Mate, oh, I remember watching that game with you. Yeah, we watched that game together and that was like one of the all-time blow-ups. But I was not happy. <laughs> I could tell. I that could tell, mate. So but, oh, yeah, anyway. Um, for the Tigers, I think it's similar last year for their forward pack. I think it's one of the stronger packs in the comp. They've improved on their halves. I think Caesar's going to be solid. Uh, they've got Sullivan in there too. Um, they've added some experience to their back line too. So I think overall it's been a pretty good off-season for them. They seem to have made the right changes with the board and all that. So we'll see how long it takes to to kick in. Yeah. Yeah, look, I expect on-field results immediately. Uh, respect, I expect a premiership within three years. So yep. I don't have That's, time. Yep, exactly. Fair enough. No, I'm joking. Uh, for their back line, I think there's no secret that Buller's going to be the fullback. Mm. On the wings, who do you have? I've got Staines you... and Lob. You got Lob, okay. I've got Staines and Lob. Yep. Um, I think I've got a bit of a smoky pick in the centers. I want Olam and Fatape. Mm. So would you have Tora on the wing? Nah. So I would have him Staines. Okay. I don't know, bro. Maybe, maybe like Stars, one of my favorite players. I don't know. I just see a lot in him, bro. Maybe I'm hanging on to the Bell Holmes game. I don't know. I just really like him as a footballer, to be honest. I think from that, um, from that game onwards, I think he's a little bit underwhelming. I don't know if that's just because we expected a lot more from him. Yeah, probably. But I don't know. I really like the look of Fatape. Am I pronouncing yeah. that right as well? Is it Fartape? So. Okay. Fartape, I believe. I don't I think you'll get... I think it'll be Stafford. And I yeah. think it'll be Staines and Tupa on the wing. Uh, but that, that's just what I'd do. I really like the look of Lob on uh, Saturday night. His carries out of our own end were... Um, we haven't had a winger do that in quite a while. It was just straight up into the defensive line. Under the high ball, he's so reliable. He's huge. I think he's 6'4", 6'5". Yeah, I would really like to give him a crack. He he scored about 21 tries maybe in Cup last year. Uh, Was Dragons Cup Player of the Year. I I just want to try something new, to be honest. This this back line, apart from Olam, was the back line that we had last year. So... I'd just like to give someone else a crack. Tupo's not going to be there at the end of the year. If Tupo comes out and kills it, I'm happy to keep him in there. But Tupo's going to the Dolphins. Um, so why not give Lob, Lob a crack? It's not really like you're you know, changing up a top four team. Yeah. Before the precedent, I want to have Ale Milo ahead of Lob. But I don't know. He didn't play. He, he played in minutes at all. He played in the cup game um, beforehand. You know? Not really. Not really. He just needs time. He just needs time. Yeah, okay. He had some nice touches, but just defensively, like you, it's just a different game. You can tell. So he just needs some time. Um, the halves, I think a lot of people are going to nitpick on now that Galvin came out and had a pretty good game. I would still be on 
Caesar, uh, Caesar and Bud to start the year. Um, I reckon Gowan would be 14. Yeah, I agree. Latu's a bit of a... Positions. I, I just... Does that mean Appy has to play 80 then? Well, Appy's kicker, so he probably does play 80, you know? Yeah. And you just use Galvin as, like, what, a second row, a lock, maybe? Mm. Latu's a bit of a forgotten to the back line. Yeah, Latu... I really wanted to see Latu this year, man. Me too, but I just... I think Galvin... I think Latu's better than yeah. him at the moment, but, like, Galvin can come on, play in the middle, can cover back line positions. Like, mm. I think that just has to be the way you go. Yeah. Unless you're willing to start Galvin at 13 at some point in the season, maybe bring Latu up I wouldn't the bench. Look, I wouldn't shy away from it. Benji's been pretty open in saying whoever earns the spot gets a spot, so... I mean, if Galvin shows that he can be a starting thirteen, then why not? I think, yep. like I said to you on the um on the Tuesday pod, it's pretty evident the ball playing lock is what's holding this team back, and not having not having that link man in the middle is kind of making the attack pretty clunky. Um, I think that's really what Benji's got to have a look at is just getting a ball playing lock in there, whether it's Matamua. Galvin, I don't care. That's why a lot of people liked the idea of Bateman at lock. Yeah, but I think that takes away from Bateman. Like, I wouldn't sacrifice a player that Bateman is to have a ball playing lock. Yeah, okay. I, would, I think he'll bring a lot more to the team, don't get me wrong. Like, I thought Kapoa had two games where he could have, you know, put his name out there, and I, I don't think he really did that. Um, Does Kapoa get a bench, bench spot? I don't think so. So to, me the, to me, the bench is Galvin, 14, and mm-hmm. then Twall, Samuela, and Saifarth. So, Matamua starting? Eventually, yeah, but I think they might go with Saifarth in round one. So, Matamua so you think Matamua comes off the bench round one? Yeah. Okay. For sure. All right. It's still an interesting team, though. I don't think anything's really picked, except, like, I think IPAP could still go and play on the left. I don't I think he's he locked in for the right. right. I do. I like him on the right. I do, too. Yeah. I do, too. It's a very interesting team to think about. There's a lot of things that... There's a lot of blanks that haven't been filled at the moment. So, I don't think anyone apart from Buller or Appy or Stefano are really penciled in. Like, I don't think IPAP's I think penciled probably in to the right. You think he's locked that spot down? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So the the bracket that you gave was thirteen to seventeen, right? Do you seriously think they can finish last, or is that just like if if everything fails, they'll be last? No, I think they could, but like you I think... don't have them last. But I think there's a decent chance. Okay. See, I don't only think because, only because yeah. the, the the drag I, I had it dragons, and yeah. probably Canberra and the Bulldogs below the Tigers definitely. Yeah. Before preseason, Canberra, as I was saying on the last pod, impressed me quite a bit. I think the Dragons still end up below the Tigers this year, but again, the Dragons were more impressive in trials, so I can see how they could finish ahead of the Tigers, and just the same thing with the Bulldogs. I could see how it happens. Yeah. See, I don't 
I don't think they'll be last. I think they'll be like I think I've got them thirteenth or fourteenth, maybe. Yeah, I check. think I've got you fourteenth. I've got them fourteenth below the Dolphins, but I could see a world where they finish above. Like they they have a good team, man. This is what frustrates me. The team on paper, like the full pack and that, it's not a horrible team. If they, I think if they're putting any other jersey on, people have much higher wraps on them. Yeah, but. It's just whether they can they can steer that ship around because mm-hmm. there is so much pressure on that on yeah, that jersey. Hundred percent. Um, not I don't I don't have much, man. I talk about the Tigers every day, so I just think all they're looking for this year is improvement in defense and just a smoother attack. Doesn't yep. doesn't have to be uh, thirty points a game, but just smooth. Last question, is Staines the fullback if there's a baller injury? Ooh. Ooh. That's tough, actually. Who's the other option? Heath Mason is who I'm thinking of right now. Is Mason not a six? Nah. He plays the majority of his games at fullback. And I thought he had some pretty good... um, Touches in the Dragons game. Who's the six foot seven bloke? Mansfield, is it? Uh, Willett. Willett, that's it. Neverin. You you don't reckon he might get it? I, I thought Mason. Th- was I, a I six, think he's but very. You know more than me on that. Nah, Mason's a bit of a makeshift fullback, but last year he spent a lot of time at fullback. Um, okay. Willett's a bit raw for me still. Mm-hmm. I think he's pretty far down the pecking order as well. But yeah, I would probably say it's Staines, and then you bring Lob in. I I think you're right. I think Mason's still a little bit away. Okay. All right. Cool. Staines. Staines. It is then. Yeah, I would say. I don't, I don't hate it. I, I'm also contemplating Toa, and then Fire. Yeah, I was thinking Stafford in. as well. Just didn't have anything else to say it at the moment. Yeah. I, I thought he did play a bit of fullback in Newcastle, but I was 100. He sure. did for us too. Oh, did he? he? Did oh, he too. did too, I remember. Yeah, and he played pretty well. Okay. Yeah, so maybe I'll go star. I think I'll go star. Okay. Fair call. Oh, it's star. It's it's Torah Stains to me. It's Torah Stains. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I can get around that. Anything else, mate? Anything else for this for this lovely club? No, don't don't have anything. I'll be yeah, first. Done as well, mate. No questions asked. I think I'm all... <laughs> yeah, oh, we can hope. All right, bro. I think we'll wrap that up then. I got a question for you. Okay, yeah. Last question. Yeah. I brought up in a podcast uh, that the Tigers wouldn't have been top four if they had, uh, if every try counted as eight and conversions four, et cetera. Yes. Still wouldn't have been top four. Do you think this year that's that? You'll make top four. No. Okay. All right. That's all I wanted. To, that's all. So I what I'm to. doing this year is I'm going the other way, mate. I'm going the other way. Last year I said we'll finish eighth. The year before I said we'll finish eighth. The year before that I said we'll finish eighth. So this year I'm I'm going fourteenth. And then, hey, if we mm-hmm. finish 14th, that's where I expect them to finish. If we finish anywhere below, it's like I thought we'd be bottom four anyways. 
And if we finish above, then I'm happy as Larry, mate. Cool. I like it. All right, we'll, we'll wrap it up there. That's the, that's the end of our season previews now, isn't it? Oh, all 17 teams done. Finally. Kicked off. <laughs> oh, mate. What a shift. What a shift. Few few hydration breaks, but like, did well. Did well in the end. Yeah, we got there in the end. Pushed through a crook, MJ flu game sort of stuff. Um, yeah, that's it, eh? On to, yep. on to the usual pods now. Yeah, next week we got what? Vegas round wrap up, teamless, proper round one teamless Tuesday. Hmm. Be bit to talk about. Hopefully, bro. And then back to Sunday pods. What? Just ladder predictions and that for the start? Yeah, ladder. We can overreact to round one and put our origin predictions out if we really want. <laughs> I think we did that last year as well. Yeah, we did. I wonder how close we were. We never actually went back and looked. Yeah, I might actually go back and look at that. I want to see right. our teams. Go for it. All right. Well, stay blessed. Stay safe, everyone. Appreciate you again for tuning in. The timestamps will be... um in the description so you could just pick out your teams if you want i don't expect you to sit through and listen to two hours of, of us just yapping but um yeah again appreciate your support uh appreciate your time and uh we'll catch you to wrap up vegas so easy later bro